Coming up today, we'll talk about the Ford Sprint Car engine and it's showing up with a new team, plus Tuesday results from around Florida and more. Let's go. It's Wednesday, February 8th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The 2023 sprint car season is off and running with last night's all-star opener at Volusia Complete. Brad Sweet was your winner over Logan Schuhart and David Gravel, and Sweet looked strong in that one. He started second, really just seemed to kind of let the car come to him, let the track come to him. He raced by Gravel in lap traffic to lead lap 14 and drove away to the win. He said afterwards that the KKR 49 team is really focused this season on winning a lot of races and maybe not so much on the championship. Both Shuhar and Gravel ended up leading laps in that one as well and should continue to be factors the rest of the week with the speed they showed last night. We ended up with 35 cars and that will probably be the peak car count for the week. With as hard as Volusia is on engines and crashes can be big here, I think we'll probably lose a few by the weekend. We already had some engine issues last night with both Donnie Schatz and Parker Price Miller losing power early in the night. What was interesting was both those popped engines were Fords. Schatz has obviously been using Ford engines for a while under the TSR banner, but PPM was using a Ford engine that they purchased from TSR. Later this season, we'll see PPM driving the McCandless 29 Sprint car, and the team's main backer is the McCandless Ford dealership in Mercer, Pennsylvania. So I'm assuming the team has designs and maybe using Ford power all season because of that relationship. And I don't know that we've heard of another team outside of TSR using the Ford 410 engines in recent seasons. It's been main, uh, mainly an in-house deal between Ford and TSR and then the 14 and 15 teams. This might be something to keep an eye on going forward to see if more of these Ford power plants will be available for outside teams. We know that the engine development has been a joint deal between Ford and TSR and Andy Durham with some Ron Shaver input as well. I wouldn't read too much into what happened last night, though, with these popped engines in terms of re uh, reliability, as Volusia has always been brutal on power plants. It's a high-speed track. Atmospheric conditions are always really good for high horsepower, which means more chances for parts failures. It's not uncommon for teams to come to Volusia with detuned engines just to survive the week. And it wasn't all that long ago that gravel driving for CJB, they broke like something like three or four engines over the course of an entire week. They ended up having to send a truck back up to get more engines to bring them back to Florida just for gravel to be able to finish out the week. And speaking of shots, he had an interesting situation last night. If you aren't aware, Donnie is a pilot and flies himself to a lot of the sprint car races, and he ended up having to leave Volusia before the feature because of training uh, for his pilot's license in Orlando. The modified program ran a little bit later than expected, meaning shots would have missed his appointment. So Jason Side started the feature in the TSR 15 and then pulled off early. I also got asked about Alex Bowman last night. He went quick time in qualifying, but ended up missing the feature after falling back in his heat race. And you don't usually see that with the All-Stars because of the way the format works out with the fast timer and where they start in a heat race and the dash. The last time I could find uh, where a driver went quick time and then missed the night's feature with the All-Stars was in 2020 at Husets. Kyle Larson junked his car in the heat race and then didn't race the rest of the night. There are also a bunch of questions from people about the outlaw drivers running these all-star nights and whether they will count towards the four and eight race restrictions. And the answer is they do not count. These opening nights at Volusia have always kind of technically been considered before the outlaw season starts. So they have uh, kind of been outside of the platinum agreement restrictions. It'd also be a really terrible look at a world racing group owned event if half the sprint car teams in the pit area didn't race. As for the rest of the season, we still don't know about how races like the Eldora Million will be handled. 
Drivers who didn't have a great last night who will be looking for better uh, today include Ryan Timms, Zeb Wise, and Aaron Reitzel. All three were in B mains and didn't uh, transfer, which I think was a bit surprising there. Last night's modified winners at Dirt Car Nationals included Justin Haley, Tyler Nicely, Ethan Dotson. All of those guys were repeats from the night before. We also had George Dixon, Mitch Thomas, and Drake Trotman win features. Today's show is a repeat of yesterday's with more Modifieds and All-Stars on top. And then again, you're going to have that split on the streaming services. You can watch the Sprint Cars on Flow and the Modifieds on Dirt Vision. Yes, it continues to be a really lame situation on these nights. And no, I don't know why middle ground can't be a reach between all of these different parties. A big shout out today to another group of channel members who have joined on here recently. We're now at 49 channel members total for YouTube. Uh, we added Matt, Clinton, the Ritz, Nick, and the 1X team here in recent days. Thank you guys so much for the added support. It's awesome that we're at nearly 50 to this point. If you want to join as well, it's $2.99 a month. Uh, you get a little member badge for chats in the comments section. You get special emojis to use. You get added to the show outro, 10% off Dirt Tracker merch all the time, plus a free decal. You can click the join buttons on the videos or on the channel or visit youtube.com slash dirt tracker slash join to check it out. At East Bay last night, we had another 5,000 to win show for the Lucas Oil Lay Model Dirt Series. The field was two cars bigger than the night before. We did see Ricky Thornton Jr. and Tim McCready participate. Still no Davenport. And Overton was again in the Henderson 2X. RTJ's night was pretty short-lived, though, as they had issues in qualifying and basically didn't really participate the rest of the night. McCready ended up going 14th to 8th in the main event. In the feature, it was all Ashton Winger out front. He started on the pole and... Uh, Outside of really the first lap, wasn't challenged the rest of the way. He led all 30 laps to pick up his first ever Lucas victory. Winger was also fast on Monday, including briefly challenging Tyler Erb for the win. I think he could be one to pay attention to here the rest of the week as well. Hudson O'Neill was again second. That was a rocket top two for the second night in a row. And Brandon Shepard was third. That was a nice bounce back for Sheppy, who was out in a B-main on Monday night. Last night's track looked a little bit heavier. Definitely had a little more character in it than the previous night. Overton was again fast in the 2X, and Dennis Herb Jr. picked up his second top five in a row. Tonight's show at East Bay bumps to $7,000 to win. It's still not for points, but you could see an even fuller field with the added cash, and this being the last chance to get on track before points count for sure on Thursday. Tonight and the rest of the week continue to be live over on Flow Racing. And at Alltech tonight, the Short Track Super Series begins their 2023 season. They'll run tonight through Saturday. They'll have $126,000 in purse money available through the week. Tonight's show is 4,000 to win. Should feature a healthy field of big blocks here. Remember, they can race through the weekend at Alltech and then go to Volusia next week for Dirt Car National. So a bunch of teams usually travel south here. We should see Matt Shepard, Stuart Friesen, Alex Yankowski, Eric Rudolph, Larry White, Billy Pouch Jr., and a lot more. This one will also be live over on Flow Racing. You're going to need a lot of screens tonight if you're going to watch all of this stuff. Uh, if you need more dirt racing content, uh, t content this week, there are plenty of new podcast episodes floating around out there. Wing Nation has Mark Smith and Tony Bachhoven. Open Red has returned. Uh, Ross is at the helm. Uh, he's going to do some shows. Uh, he said maybe a couple of times a month with, uh, month with some new stuff around the Sprint Car Series and the Extreme Outlaw Midgets. Uh, this first episode back is uh, with Brian Kemenaw. Forward Bite has Scott Shirey. Quick Time has Kevin Swindell. Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Drake York. All Gas No Breaks has like five new episodes. Hoagie's Garage has Brendan Mullen. Uh, Dunwich on Dirt has Brandon Gibson Jr. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, Passing Points, The Dirt Nerds, Quick Time, and Dirt Track Confessions. To check out all of the shows, all of these recent episodes, click over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And there are seven shows on the streaming services for this Wednesday. Flow Racing has night two of the All-Stars at Volusia. They have night three of Lucas Late Models at East Bay. They've also got the Short Track Super Series from Alltech, like I mentioned. Also Flow 24-7. 
Duravision has UMP modifieds from Volusia and Duravision now, and Speedsport has mod lights from Hendry County. If you want to see that full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We will be right back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs>